everyone to another episode of the Raptors Comedy Podcast. This is season two, episode two. Today, in this episode, it's a glorious day because the dynamic duo have returned. Yay! The prodigal son, also known as me, Kim Nash, has finally returned to the promised land of podcasting. I am Kim Nash. I am your main host tonight. Well, today, well, whenever you're listening to this, I'll pretend to edit that bit out. But my co-host, back again. She's not dead. She's just... No, I'm not dead. I've just been resting. You mean drinking? And resting. <laughs> yes, my co-host, <laughs> Ashley North is back. <laughs> hey, everyone. It's, it's good to be back. I told Kim I missed him, and he's like, but why? <laughs> I'm not famous or anything. <laughs> like, no, but I think you're cool. Aw. I mean, it's better than finding gay photos in some random person that you work with office. I mean, you know. This is what we... I just want to clarify to anyone listening. At some point tonight or during this episode, Ashley is going to have a slight Tourette's moment. Oh, totally. Because you know what? It's... 10.22 a.m. here in New York City, and, you know, we're still, we have a new president here in the United States. We're so excited. I will go by Ra- uh, Michael Rappaport. I thank God that pig st- Dick Stain Donald Trump is gone. Woo! Palm Beach. I just wish he'd keep flying. They wouldn't let him fly out of the country. Scotland told him no. Uh, <laughs> Scotland actually told him no, by the way. He could not come there. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so, you know, so, you know, I think America feels like a big sigh of relief and Joe Biden's been, like, basically signing, you know, against everything Donald Trump actually did other than the pardons. He did 177 pardons the night before he left, and one of those pardons was Little Wayne. Yeah, I heard about this. Yes, and so I was thinking of Little Wayne, or was it Little John, that used to go, what? You know, what? what? So <laughs> anyway, you know, and the latest news in Kardashian news today, Kim Kardashian is finally kicking Kanye West to the curb, everyone. She finally got and said, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what's been going on. And uh, here in New York, a couple of days ago, a guy got high and actually was driving a bus and almost drove it off of the bridge. Okay, that took a really dark turn. Yeah, it did, didn't it? I know, right? That's normally my job. <laughs> I know. I, I, you know what? I just, I, I, I needed to get my little darkness out there. You know, considering that I s- spent yesterday with the toothless Italian that I haven't seen in a month that didn't realize I'd colored my hair. And when the last time I saw him, my hair was this color. Okay. (laughs) So. Yeah. Okay, that's Ashley's ranting done for the week. Great! Someone gets a theme tune for that. Someone make a theme tune for Ashley's rant of the week. Dude, that that would be a long-ass voiceover. I know, right? (laughs) Yeah. All, all, all we would hear is fuck, 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 fuck. 
No, I, 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 I don't, don't, don't let the listeners be denied that I called one of my coworkers. I will not name her name a pizza eating fat fuck knitting wannabe. That who she is. She knows who she is. That basically is a waste of time. Good. If that coworker is listening, fuck you. <laughs> you know, can't do her fucking job and she made the fucking chicken mad. I don't need the chicken renting and raving up and down without one of his teeth in the front of his fucking head. He needs to get that implant. It's getting old now. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so starting off with the first thing on my notes. Yes, I did preparation, which um, yeah. I don't know why I'm doing preparation. There's no point. But um, literally within the last couple of hours in the UK, the biggest music festival in the UK, also known as Glastonbury, has officially been cancelled. Oh, really? Until 2022. Second year in a row that it's now been cancelled. How are you guys doing on the vaccines and stuff? We're, we're vaccinating. Uh, I'm right at the bottom of the list. So it's like, I'm probably going to die before I get it. Well, I actually am the next. I am the next in line because I, you, you know, fuck. I, you know why? Not because I'm special. It's because I'm extreme. I have neurological disease. <laughs> that explains so much that my you, neurological condition. I can't fucking believe this. My co-host gets vaccinated before me. No, I haven't been what? vaccinated yet. It's funny though. Like my mom qualifies before I do. And her ass can't even get one either. And, you know, and she's out of her mind. So even when she gets vaccinated, it's not going to help the situation of her being a lunatic. Like, Yeah, it also does open the question. We've obviously Glastonbury uh, being cancelled uh, for second year in a row. It does open up the question, will other things like festivals, not just like music festivals, but potentially comedy festivals, will they get cancelled again? You know, I, I think that we we won't see anything. I know here in the United States, we won't see anything co coming kind of normal till like summer. I was talking to our office manager about this because I said, are we ever going to have a full office again? Because I like not working in my office for the full week. And, and she said, maybe this summer. I mean, I think that Major League Baseball here in, in, in uh, the United States is actually going to let fans come back in, in April, unless it, there's just another great hike. Now, we have 54 cases of that new, beautiful UK weird virus, that you know, the mutation that you guys have. I mean, you guys, it's not your fault. It's shit just happens, you know, and, yep. you know, and it, it just, so there's 54 of those cases here. Um, so, I mean, my, uh, my mentor, the hundred year old mentor that thinks cocaine can cure everything, including yeah. coronavirus, he just got his vaccination. Just to clarify, this, this episode is sponsored by the COVID vaccine. <laughs> exactly. Pfizer, we're, we're advertising you, man. Um, or woman, depending on who made it. <laughs> Well, I mean, part of it was made where I come from. Some of it was made in Canada. Like so the elements came from several different labs. So, Una, what are you doing? 
Una went and to, Una's back full second. <laughs> Una actually went to her first puppy party. Can I just clarify? I saw these clips, okay? <laughs> My cuteness scale went through the fucking ceiling. She put on the party hat and there was these two French bulldogs. That's what that's what they were for. It was some PR lady here in here in the in the business in the in New York and so they put the party hats on and the two French bulldogs were like, fuck this, you're not wearing a fucking hat. And Una was all about wearing the fucking hat. She's like, hey, what's up? I'm Una. Like, so what's up? And then bam, you got this French bulldog stealing her hat. <laughs> yeah. Um, talking about other cancellations which happened. <laughs> Man, I, I want fucking, I want this COVID thing to be on the other side so badly because I, I, I can't take this shit in this house no more and go into the same five fucking places and not having any events to go to or not hugging my friends. I'm just telling you, I am losing my fucking mind with this shit. <laughs> How do you think I feel? I've been watching I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I'm about to move Kim Nash into my basement in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that shit. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm not paying rent if I move in your basement. I'll say that. <laughs> hey, dude, my, my basement's like a full equipped apartment. What are you talking about? <laughs> you have your own fucking entrance. What are you complaining about? Woo! You don't even have to see our asses. Okay, yeah, yeah. Move me in straight away. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, I mean, uh, it's funny. I mean, even 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 Willie crashed there one time, and, it, and then he woke up and goes, "Yo, where am I?" Okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I actually saw Willie a couple days ago. Where he's actually doing a uh, like a like a kind of like a, a mini film, and it's a comedy about like. And Frank is actually going to play his uh, his his his. his derelict father and i'm supposed to be his father's girlfriend like his new hoe that he didn't know about oh this, <laughs> oh i have to fucking see this i have to fucking see it <laughs> and they have this i can't give it away but there's his daughters in it too and they're like trying to make it look like they're throwing her down the stairs like <laughs> oh what the fuck <laughs> that's willy for you man Yo, oh, I think that would be funny. You think it would be funny to throw your 15 or 14 year old daughter down the stairs. Okay. Right. I'm, I'm saying this now. Willie, if you're listening to this, and I know you fucking are, what the fuck? <laughs> what is going through your head, you madman? So. Is the vagina jacket not good enough for you? <laughs> no, you know he got rid of that. It was actually his grandma's. That was a real thing. This you remember Frank tells you that. Fucking hell. <sighs> um, right, what was the other cancellation I wanted to talk about? Oh yes. So um the Regent's Park Open Air Theatre here in uh, well in London has uh they were due to uh open I've been to Regent's Park, by the way. I have been. I, I actually really like London. Didn't you move recently? Yeah, I'm closer to London now. I'm like something like 45 minutes to an hour away from London. So? 
Um, but yeah, so Regent's Park Open Air Theatre, they were due to open an, a brand new musical uh, based on uh, the Disney film 101 Dalmatians. So uh, are there going to be 100, 101 like little freaky kids like painted up like douches? No, they were, they were going to do it uh, all through puppetry. Oh, okay. I, I was thinking, I, I actually would have liked to actually like thrown some, thrown some spitballs at some kids. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, literally about five or six hours ago, they announced that the show, which was supposed to start previews in May of this year, has now been completely scrapped. Oh, okay. Because um, rehearsals were due to be, I'll just read the whole statement. Uh, that they released uh, this morning. So this is uh, straight from uh, Regent's Park. It is with great regret that we have decided that we are unable to go ahead with our plans to present 101 Dalmatians as part of our 2021 season. Indications appear to be such to be such that uh, restrictions will almost certainly be in place when rehearsals were due to begin in March and that any easing of social distancing during the performance period is likely to be measured. In this context, it has become clear that both practically and financially, it is impossible for us to produce this ambitious brand new musical with complex puppetry and a large ensemble cast. Although we will be providing ticket holders with a full refund, we are exploring all options with our co-producers, writers and creative team, and very much hope to announce new plans for the production in due course. For those who have purchased tickets and associated catering, uh, packages for 101 Dalmatians. We thank you for your patience as we process your refunds. You do not need to do anything. As Romeo and Juliet and Carousel are not uh, scheduled uh, to be performed until later in the summer, uh, another two shows which are due to come to Regent's Park, we still expect these productions to go ahead as planned. However, uh, the loss of an entire production when we can only perform in the summer months is a significant setback for our theatre. Should you wish to make a one-off donation to support us and our work, you can do that on their website and they will uh, appreciate it very much. Now, what's interesting about this uh, production is that um, back in August last year, Regent Park did a production of um, Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. Uh, and the director or that was supposed to be directing um, this version of 101 Dalmatians was the same guy who directed the summer version of uh, JCS. Oh, really? And that won awards in the Evening Standard, uh, Best Musical, uh, Best Musical Revival, um, and also won a couple of Olivier Awards. That's good. So, um, yeah, uh, we do feel sorry for all these places that are having all their shows cancelled. Especially, I, I, especially because this is a brand new musical that hasn't even debuted yet. Well, that that's the thing here too in New York. You know, all these folks on Broadway. I mean, you know, they they've kind of tried to help. There's an alliance that's tried to put them to work in other ways, but it's still not the same. I mean, you know, it's like it's hard when you've done put all that work in, mm. and. Yeah, it's 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 a huge shame. Um, as if we're going to talk about West End in London, um, a show is due to be coming to the West End. I think early. I, th I think they said around about Easter 
so the, this is this is a new thing that we have to do for season two just so you know it's basically like put your fucking mask on so we can actually have a fucking life you dumb fucks and you know who you are these people who think you're pretty you're not pretty when you're fucking dying so get your fucking mask put it on or i'm gonna come beat you in the fucking face can i just um can i just clarify we do not promote violence um <laughs> Unless it's necessary. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, here's the thing. I don't promote violence either, either, but here's the deal, guys. You know, you know, like 45% of this fucking problem is that people are not putting their fucking mask on and being responsible. And I don't give a fuck if you don't like it. I don't like it. Nobody likes putting the fucking mask on. You can't breathe. It sucks. You have shit on your face. If you don't wash it, correctly your skin breaks out i don't give a fuck i don't want to do this forever i do not want to be working from home i don't want to do all this shit anymore like i just want to be able to do what we do here i mean the greatest thing about the pandemic is that i met you kim and we've done this podcast to meet all these new people but you know it's hard when you're used to being out and about all the time and you're used to doing things all the time and all of a sudden your whole life comes to a sudden halt yeah like um i was just talking about um a new show that was uh that's due to come to the west end um which i do believe's uh transitioning over from broadway which is um frozen oh disney, really disney's fucking frozen the one thing in my childhood that fucking ruined parties for me fucking elsa that fucking bitch that fucking <laughs> Fucking annoying little Olaf fucking snowman cunt. That little bastard is now coming over to the West End. Why? I don't know. I've never seen it and I'm glad. <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like Disney. And I'm going to tell you why. When my, I told you, my parents took me to Disneyland when I was two. Goofy came up to me like, hi, I'm Goofy, right? And I started crying and screaming. And they could not get me to stop screaming. They had to leave Disneyland. They took me to the gay Liberace's house. Meet Liberace. I was a happy little camper. I liked gay Liberace. Did not like fucking Goofy. I'm fucked up. And then my dad took us to Tijuana, Mexico, where I have a picture of me sitting on a fucking burrow with a fucking sombrero on my head. But I'm telling you, Disney is not my vibe. <laughs> it's good to hear about your childhood. <laughs> uh, yeah, like Frozen is apparently supposed to open in, um, it was originally supposed to open in April this year, but now it's just been suspended and we, uh, they haven't said when they hope to reopen it. It will not surprise me if it's not until probably August, in in in, in my own opinion, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, that's when I foresee things. I mean, I think that you'll be able to do live shows probably, hopefully, about that time, too. I will, too. You know, I think a lot of it just, I, I think we, ha we have to have a little patience now because everybody's just trying to figure out how to fix this, you know? Like, I mean, when they had the Spanish flu a hundred years ago, it took three years to get it out of the system. And it was, it was really the, 
the the half of the third year for it to be able to put it under any type of control so yeah i think it is interesting um and the only reason why i'm saying it better be before like start to get under control before hopefully end of june is because i'm supposed to be doing a fucking festival you dicks i know <laughs> that's just my ranting moment it's like give me my festival you dick just give me that one chance to stand on stage for one hour and hope an audience don't look at me like, what the fuck's this twat doing? A lot of time and money is going into that show. You know, it'll, it'll happen. And if, you know, do you have a Patreon? The fuck's that? Patreon is like a way of doing like show live shows that you can actually charge for it and you can put like have people do memberships at different levels. I don't think so. To be fair, I am I am really tempted to maybe do a couple of um like preview runs of um the show which is supposed to be going to uh, a festival. Um, yeah, you you should do that and then like put it on like make a couple of videos to introduce it like maybe to your audience to what your audience would be and see if what people would do to do like a subscription thing yeah well we we did uh just do a preview of it um last night we did a preview of it uh for the first time and that was the first time i've run that whole show now this is the difference okay and this is giving a little bit of a hint to the audience on what to expect in this show um the virtual version or the preview we did last night was around about 30 to 35 minutes long. When we take it to the festival, it will be maximum one hour. Yeah. So there is, but there's a lot of elements within that one hour bit that are mm. still being worked on at the moment. So that's why the previews are only like half an hour at the moment. Yeah. Because there's still, there's about, as I say, like another 20, 25 minutes worth of material that is still sort of being uh, worked on and being trying to work out, okay, how does this connect into with this story that I'm telling? Because that's all the show is, uh, that show I'm doing, is that it's sort of, a, I, I think I called it my biography sort of show. Yeah. So it's sort of like, how did we get here? How did I get to this point where I'm standing on stage telling my semi-life story to people? Oh, so you're gonna scare people. Well, fuck you. <laughs> hey dude nobody's live stories scare people more than mine so. uh but honestly like I, to be fair i could I, i'm saying this now whenever dates are announced for um, my show um you, you'll hear it first on reckless as always because i'm um, reckless comedy are producing it so well because reckless comedy that's what we do so uh, reckless comedy is actually sponsoring a new segment of Cafe Con Leche where we are actually highlighting comedians. This this season that we are actually going to uh, highlight artists and comedians and things. So like, um, thank you Reckless Comedy for being such a great contributor of talent. Yeah, and um, I, I know, this is the thing. Since I did the preview last night, no joke, I've had so many of the reckless American audiences saying, are oh, you going to bring it over to the US? And it's like, I will when the pandemic allows me. 
Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, it, it, it's funny that it's, I think it's like, there's so much diverse comedy in this show. And I, that's what I love about it. I mean, some of these guys like Kurt Seablom, for example, like that whole bit about him, his twin brother stealing his ex-wife or whatever, that shit's so hilarious. And, you know, like we were talking about that. It's just, I've been able to meet and we've been able to meet like so many new people that are just kind of out of their minds, but they're out of their minds in a funny way. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Um, and that sort of segues really well into what's next on my notepad, which is, um, sketches. So, um, just a bit of backstory to those who don't know. Recently, Reckless Comedy formed a brand new improv troupe featuring some of the best comics from Reckless's um, catalogue, um, and it's called Reckless Improv. Um, now, recently, in the most recent movie night show, which you can find on the second Tuesday of every month, uh, keep looking on the Reckless Comedy Facebook page uh, for future dates and times, it takes place on Zoom, so you have to be in the Zoom room to experience the chaos you can go to the Zoom Zoom Boom Room in the green uh, in the green room. <laughs> All right, fucking hell, someone's right. But yeah, what I'm about. Uh, it's okay. The meds just kicked in. Okay, now yeah. Okay, cool. So what I'm about to show you now is the most recent clip or the the most recent sketch that Reckless Comedy uh, or Reckless Improv produced. It's meme time, it's meme time Gather all your friends, it's meme time It's meme time, it's meme time The only cure for sadness Oh, I'm making this bitch get up early, okay? <laughs> and this new sketch was, was called Virtual Sex Scene with Reckless Improv Oh no let me just read out who who was starring in this thing before we even go into this, okay? <laughs> so, the people starring in, in this was myself, uh, Christine Knowlton, Kurt Seablom, Michael Monkhouse, Brooke Barcel, and Juliana Heng. A load of funny people. <laughs> Um, and uh, I'm just going to play the sketch. It, what, what, all I'm going to say is watch this sketch and then realise I want you to answer the question, would you hire these this improv troupe in real life? Would you genuinely hire them? Because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Right, okay, here we go. This, this is going to be fun. Here we go. This is virtual sexing with reckless improv. Here we go. Chris, are you ready for your situation? Yes. Debbie is now about to call you, okay? And what is about to happen is, um, Jenny, could you spotlight Debbie for me? What yes. is about to happen, Chris, is um, Debbie is going to ring you whilst having sex. What could go wrong? And I'm going to tell you how <laughs> this is going to go on. You've got to do this for eight minutes. Are you ready? Are you ready, Chris? Debbie looks like she's just waiting to be fucked. Anyway, right. And cue Debbie. Uh, 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 
They're just taking the eyeballs. Ah, ah. Can you hear me? Ah, ah. We're in the middle of the 69, and I think, oh, it's stuck. Oh, it's stuck. It's stuck. Ah, ah. I've never been able to unlock my jaw like a snake before until right now. Wow. Oh, I can't even make words with this huge talk. Come on, Chris. Keep speaking. Fuck shit. Uh, the technical terms. <laughs> uh, unhinge. Fuck cunt. Um, it's if you unhinge your your jaw. Fuck flip. Oh then, yeah. Oh. What's the term with whatever he just did with his tongue? Wow. Well, fuck uh, shit. Um, um, tongue punch. Um, I don't. I don't. He might have. Yeah, that sounds right. It's all like his tongue punch right on my clit. Oh. Oh, uh, uh, um, you don't, uh, you, you guys are both um, wearing condoms, so uh, hopefully, um, fall back, but, um, you know, because you don't want to make sure you're not um, spreading anything. Wait, I'm going right. to put you on speaker. This is just hot. He just called me a slut. Oh, who did? Talk about you. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, He's talking. Oh, oh okay. Um, well, shit. Oh. Hi, did you ever get into the uh, Gmail? Yeah. Are you guys yeah. consensual? Um, it's, 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 it wasn't out. Yeah. I'm into it now. Wait, what? Uh, Debbie, Debbie, I want no, no, no. Did you, um, because on mine, it just signs directly in. It just says, uh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, continuing, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just basically, um, I don't know how I could do it virtually, but like I'm, let's see here. Because uh, I, I mean, I have it up right here, but you, more than one person can have it up. Let me see, let me see something here. This is going to be interesting. This is what we call a slight technical hitch, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I think, I don't know. Hmm. No, I'm sharing it to your email for a second. I just sent you an email. Okay, I will check it in a second. So far, two and a half okay, minutes. Maybe into the, the sketch. I don't know if that'll work. Let's see. You know, two and a half minutes into the sketch. I'm and trying to remember what the password to this was. Do you want me to change the password so you can just get in? Uh, I don't. No, I don't know. No, no, it's, I have one that's sadistbusiness at gmail.com. Hang on. Uh, we're going to take a short break. Uh, where's, where's the board? Because I don't remember what the... Well, we continue with the sex scene. <laughs> so um, if you didn't join us before that slight interruption, uh, we were re looking back at Reckless Improv's virtual sex scene, which is going to continue now. I know oh, that you no, have no, one no, 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 Hey, um, if you, if you pick oh, up, you, yeah. um, you know, maybe, oh, you're going to call your daddy or something? Oh, oh it's so hot. <laughs> oh. 
show the whole sketch of was it gives too much of the big fuck up at the end away but um anyone listening to that if you are i just want to say if if anyone was listening to that and you're married or have children in the same room you're fucked up <laughs> um but uh now my co-host has gone all silent um no i'm not silent oh yeah she's here she's still alive just i think i don't know um awkward uh but yeah if anyone wants to go check out the whole uh 16 minute uh virtual sex scene uh you can find it on the reckless comedy podcast uh youtube channel uh make sure you go um give us a little subscribe while you're over there um you get to see all of our sketches that we've done over there as well as that all our live shows go on. Well, no, no, no. I mean, you know, I feel kind of bad for the dude in the sketch because. <laughs> I have to get back with these people later. God, they know I'm doing. A, they know I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> That's uh, Frank. Ah. Oh. <laughs> okay, but um, as um Ashley was saying. Why, why would you feel sorry for Chris? Why him? Because, you know, he just wants to get him a girl that'll give him a little action. Can I just clarify? Um, Chris, why? I, it wasn't my idea to get Kurt to play someone with Tourette's, okay? It wasn't my idea. Well, but, you know, this is the same guy that his twin brother stole his wife. I mean, what does his brother do differently that he doesn't? <laughs> I can't. but um yeah go <laughs> just if you want to watch the whole sketch uh go over to the reckless comedy uh youtube channel uh there's loads of other sketches over there um as well as the, the large uh catalog of all our previous shows you've got a couple of other sketches over there you can watch including uh two uh marvin the magnificent sketches one of them being yeah and by the way this marvin dude you got to check him out he's out of his fucking mind oh yeah he is uh the two sketches of marvin you can check out over there at the moment is you've got uh marvin the magnificent presents the nativity uh starring myself and michael monkhouse and then the other one is uh marvin the magnificent presents therapy which uh featured myself michael monkhouse kurt Seagron, christine knowlton and amanda cohen um, she, um, she's only ever done one sketch and she hasn't talked to me since, so, um, oops. <laughs> but yeah, you can go over there and check out. You tried to put your moves in on this poor girl, didn't you? <laughs> no. Well, that doesn't sound very innocent, so, yes. <laughs> Whatever. But, um, yeah, make sure you go over to that YouTube channel and you can check out all our sketches. We've got more sketches coming soon. Ah, my name is Kim. <laughs> I don't... I don't want to use my pillow anymore. Sorry. You fuck. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> uh, okay, right. Moving on, <laughs> right, moving on from sketches. Uh, obviously, uh, this is season two of Equilibrium. <laughs> I, can I just say, if you are joining us again from season two, <laughs> What am I saying that's funny? 
pillow. <laughs> We're just gonna give Ashley a few minutes. <laughs> okay, I'm okay now. <laughs> Are you sure you're okay? Yeah, I mean, you know, I just had to help my boss figure out a Google account. Um, <laughs> I have this fucking place. Just okay. doesn't get so, any um, better. As I said, we're on season two of the podcast. Um, if you are joining us for season two, after watching uh, what can only be described as um, a roller coaster of season one, first of all, thank you for coming back to us for season two. Season two only happened because of you guys. No, that's a fucking lie. We were going to do season two anyway. We were going to do season two because it ha this podcast helps us get our hostility out. Yeah, and uh, we've made no money off it whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's not, it, this is actually better than money because then you can actually get all your shit out and it saves you on therapy. So actually, the podcast has saved us money. That's a good analogy. I'm not even going to go there. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so, right. So what we're going to talk about now is our personal highlights from season one. Now, we, I think we'll go with our top three highlights. Kim's girlfriend is a pillow. That wasn't involved in the podcast. You know, but it could have been. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to pass over to Ashley to try and give her top three highlights from the podcast alone from season one. So I'm going to shut up for about five, ten minutes while Ashley, in very much detail. Oh, so you actually want me to give you details about season one that I remember. I think I was drunk through half of this shit. No, I wasn't, actually. I kind of remember a couple things. So those couple things that Ashley remembers, she's <laughs> going to try and stretch a 10-minute segment out of it. So this is Ashley's highlights of season one. I'm going to shut up and let her talk. Thank you, Kim. I love the factor that I'm able to speak now. Now, I'm going to roll back through my notes here and tell you what was the best parts of season one. First of all, I think our Jesus Christ Superstar episode was really great because we actually ended up, I mean, it, even though it ended up being talking about Hitler and abusing children, but like, it was actually a really fun episode. We got to know folks and everything. It was kind of funny that one of the guests it, it just didn't seem like she knew why she was there can't remember her name but I have a picture of her um and the rest of the folks are really fun uh Andrew the the episodes we did with Andrew with and his now he's got his film bra and he uh actually has a new addition to his family so out there Andrew Burdine I think that's his name Jesus Christ he actually wanted me to do this today okay he actually um you know, really great dude to work with. We've done a couple of them with him. And he has a really great film, so check that out on Amazon. Um, there was one that I hosted with Willie Background, and we almost gave Kim Nash the wrong podcast recording, and there was a therapy session that was kind of funny. Because, and then I think now that the person we were giving Willie a, a therapy session back, I think she's back in his life. 
So, you know, that's an update. So I'm actually giving you updates as we go here. I, I love Michael Monkhouse, you know, I love his humor. I think he's really, really funny. I think that, you know, him being a teacher and having, you know, very weird uh, Spice Girls obsession is kind of weird. I hope, I really hope that the dude doesn't really actually like, you know, dress up like him and stuff. Because I feel like he would go there. So then um, I can't believe Kim put me on the spot like this. He probably like went down the street and got a drink or something. So like, um, you fucking wish I did. <laughs> I know. Then I'm thinking, um, I like crackhead Jesus, you know, and you know, crackhead Jesus will, will be, uh, one of, the many surprise comedians that are on the Cafe Con Leche side here. Um, I just like the fact that his name's Crackhead Jesus. You know, he's funny, but I like Crackhead Jesus. Okay, I loved our Christmas special. That was fun. Even though I had to stop in the middle of it to do my, uh, to actually do my review at work. And yes, they gave me a raise and let me keep my job. Um, I got my dog. She, she debuted her Hollywood London debut on the podcast. You want me to keep going with this? If you can. <laughs> You're just wanting to see how stupid I sound, don't you? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Let's see. I like Kirk C. Blom because, you know, his whole act of uh, just being himself and talking about how his wife left him for his twin brother. I think that's kind of fucked up, but like, you know, it is what it is. Um, I, you, you can't, you know, you can't, you can't make always make love work. <laughs> I feel like I sound really retarded. You do. Okay, cool. I I great. I feel like I sound. Um Oh, so you I think Ashley's run out of ideas now. Yeah, no, I, it's not that. You know what, today it's kind of funny because it's like, I couldn't, I was originally scheduled to do this podcast last night and we couldn't do it because I had to work late. And so like this morning, it's like every crazy mofo that can text my phone is texting my phone. Plus my boss can't get into a Google, you know, one of my many thousand bosses that I work for couldn't get into the Google account. Uh, it, it's just all those kind of crazy things. So, um, and it's just like every, every like few minutes I've been getting a text message. Frank is like, Oh, my work schedule is completely different today. And then like a random client goes, Oh, I tested negative for COVID. So tell your boss that I'll be there for dinner. Like, so this is all happening. So when I'm sitting here sounding like an idiot, it's because every few minutes, because there's one person in my office that's not doing her job right now, 
and she's not on vacation. She's just a douche. Like I'm having to do this and I'm just not appreciating it right now because I, every five minutes, somebody's like getting a hold of me. Like, like I'm the, I mean, like yesterday I had to contact all the state assembly people. To, so my boss's son could play sports again. Wow. That's what I'm saying. That's why I've lost my mind. My other favorite comedian, by the way, last season, I, I actually did like Maggie and I actually knew, I actually know Maggie here in New York and I like Victoria Garza. And um, I actually liked our other review that we did. What was that review that we did with the dude that was on Suddenly Susan? Um, his face is, I'm looking at his face right now. We've done quite a few reviews. You're gonna have to be more specific. Not the. I like the upright one too. It's the other. It's the other play that we did. Oh, um, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. That I liked Sweeney Todd. You know, but you. It's kind of. But Sweeney Todd was kind of predictable. You know what I mean? It's like you kind of know what's going to happen. As like the crazy lady that you've been looking for is the crazy lady that's in the whole thing. So like, there's that, you know. And I liked Upright. And do we know if there's a season two yet? Um, they 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 keep. Well, I say they. Tim keeps hinting at it. So that means he's on set, like playing with his fans. I no, I, I don't I don't think he is. I think he's um, as you and me will personally know. <laughs> he's currently focusing on his album. Yes, you know. To be fair, though, I think it will be a few years before we see Lucky and Meg back on screen. But I thought Meg was your new girlfriend. Right, not this again. Not this again. <laughs> you fucker. Not this again. <laughs> you know what? We just need to go get Michael Monkhouse, one of the Spice Girls. One day. One day we'll get one of the Spice Girls on this. One day. Probably not. Yeah. And you and, and you know that Michael Monkhouse is gonna like he's gonna like laugh and squeal like a little girl. Now what it'll do is when we announce we're gonna do an episode with the Spice Girls, it'll be like, Can I co host that one? You know. Be like, I don't know, you know, are you gonna bring your little boy outfit or your little girl outfit? Okay, moving on. Um <laughs> <laughs> So, right. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm in rare form this morning. I haven't been sleeping. I've still, I didn't do this week, but I'm still doing my Amazon live thing. And, and it's, there was a couple days I did it last week and it actually, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, right. Now it's time for me to give my highlights. Oh, this is going to be fun. Um, upright definitely is at yes sort of the top because I genuinely loved talking about that show and I think I think it, it I think every time we've talked about whether that's upright or even the Jesus Christ Superstar episode I think that's opened many doors for Reckless um, obviously some of those doors we're in the process of opening at the moment uh, we can't really give too much 
away about what those doors are, but the doors are slowly opening. It's just um, the door doesn't want to open at this moment in time. Is that the best know. way to put it? <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, that's a, actually, it's a good show, though. That, I mean, there's part of it that you can see where it could go to a season two, but then there's a part of it, it's like, how can it go to season two? Would it be life after his mom dies or like, like what? Yeah. Um, uh, what else? What else was a highlight? I'll say it again: the Jesus Christ Superstar episode. Um, that um, that was loads of fun to record, um, and it ended up. It was a pain in the ass to edit. I've said it before, and I'll say it again: it was the most painful episode to try and edit together. No, I can see that because it was like three hours long. I'm looking at it right now. It the edit in the end. I'm going the wrong way for a start. Um, the edit of it ended up being altogether two hours and three minutes and forty-three seconds. Um, um, but I think I think it originally the original edit came to something like close to three hours. That's because I, I, I remember it going longer than that. I thought it was almost four when we originally did it. Yeah, when we originally recorded it, I think we started recording it at like three o'clock my time and we didn't finish till about seven o'clock. Yeah, because I know it was like, because this was my first podcast with you. Yeah. Uh, we're coming up on our first year anniversary together. Oh, how sweet. Why do I feel like this is going to end up in a court case of some sort? <laughs> no it's not like we're think about it frank has to live with me and that's where i'm gonna end that bit um uh what was another highlight of myself i think getting to talk to people like craig parker that was um yeah was craig fun. parker was another one that i really enjoyed just to clarify craig hopefully will come back on to season two at some point i know he's taking um a bit of I think family time at the moment, but that's fair enough. Completely understand. We all need family time, especially in these crazy times. See, what's going to happen is that we're both going to be really famous, and one day they're going to look back and see how retarded we sounded in the early days. You said it, not me. No, I know. I, I mean, I, I feel it right now. Okay. Uh, what other episode? What What other highlights? Uh, I think definitely doing uh, Andrew uh, Burdett's um, film interview, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, we, <laughs> me just playing the, uh, the bruh sound effect all, every like five seconds, that was fun. Yes. Um, some people say it got annoying. Nah, it was fun. It was fun actually. Um, what else? What another episode? I, I keep saying it and I will say it again getting to do the uh Tim Minchin apart together live from Sydney with you that was a lot of yes. fun, uh, and that was fun because a lot of those songs were the first time I've ever heard those songs like live. Um, it actually made me download his album. I know, right? <laughs> I know. I, I will say this about the album. This is going to be another 10-minute segment just talking about the album because it's a really good fucking album. It is. I, I refuse to, den to deny the fact 
that it's not a good album. No, it's actually a very good album and it's got a variety of music that I think everyone would enjoy. So like, I think that Tim mentioned and Tim mentions people were just check out his album and just that's it. Yeah, I think for me, from listening to the album uh, regularly now, and from watching little videos of um, what I took during the um, pre-recorded live show, for me, the one song that has stuck with me now is, uh, it's the, I've got it written down here, it's If This Plane Goes Down. That is such a beautiful song, If This yeah. Plane Goes Down. Yay. <laughs> no, no, it was. Um, and to be fair, a lot of those songs, uh, I don't think I mentioned this. I think I mentioned it on the review of the album, but I'll say it again. A lot of these songs were on his uh, back tour, which is actually, um, I do believe, touring Australia again in the summer, fingers crossed. Um, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah, it is. No. Yeah, it is. I don't know. Let me check that. <laughs> uh, uh, back on call. There we are. Okay, cool. Um, when? When? When is it? <laughs> okay, calm down. You know, keep your pants on. Who said I even had pants on in the first place? Well, okay, then, you know, like, don't get too happy in your own pants self. Okay, right. There is, all right, there is. Uh, so he's supposed to be touring in Australia, Newcastle, Melbourne, Brisbane, and Sydney between the 28th of June and the 15th of July this year, which was originally supposed to be 27th of January through to the 30th, of, uh, no, due to, through to the 3rd of February. So it got moved back a couple of months, ironically. Um, when I, I, I was actually talking to um, some people recently about because um, people keep saying oh you keep mentioning about Tim and it's like yeah you, you only caught on to that and it's like when do you think he'll tour next and it's like I don't think and this I know a lot of the Tim Tim community actually does listen to this now and it's like I don't think the UK are going to get a back encore tour I think the next tour we get from him will be to do with the album. Yeah, I, I think that that'll be as well because he'll be promoting his own stuff. And that's the thing, the album, an album tour would make sense. No, it, it would actually, because I mean, you know, he's done the show, he's not doing a musical or that currently. So that would actually be the perfect outlet for how he would tour. Yeah, and also, I will say this on behalf of the um, American Tim Minchin um, community. You guys have not had him tour there in a few years because he left, uh, I think he was living in LA for a bit, and then he left LA to move back to Sydney. Yeah. So I think the last, I think the last tour he did in the US was literally called um, Leaving LA, which ended up being a name of one of the songs on the album entitled leaving la <laughs> yes because guess what he left la i know right shocker crazy shit 
yeah, his last um, LA tour was November 2017, where he did he did LA, San Diego, San Francisco, and Santa Barbara. So yeah, that was his last tour nearly four years ago in the US. Well, I mean, you know, we would welcome him back if he if they would just share his new music over here. Well, to be fair, I I said this um, a couple of days ago, and I'll say it again. Uh, he did uh, very recently go on CBS, I do believe. Uh, yes, he did. He did three songs from the album. He did I'm trying to think. He did Airport Piano, Absence of You, and he did A Part Together. Yeah. Now I have to I have to be harsh to the people in the comments of those videos because one of them and many of them were saying that he looks transgender. I don't think he looks transgender. I just think that he just has like he's kind of got like a grunge look to him that is is that works for him. I think he looks more grungy now than when he was playing Judas, I think. No, I wouldn't think he was a transgender. He doesn't have that vibe about him. No, obviously there are comics who are transgender. Uh, for example, Eddie Izzard, he's now a transgender woman. I do oh, know. he is? I didn't know that. Yeah, I know who that is, yeah. Yeah, he is. Um, because, um, yeah, anyway. But um, yeah, we're going to stop talking about uh, TM because we, well, saying that we are, we've got exciting things. I'm not saying... I'm not saying there might be an interview with um, Tim in the future. There might be, there might not be. Um, but uh, if it does happen, we will let you guys know um, because you'll know when it happened. It's because when when it's announced, I will not shut up on social media. <laughs> oh, when 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 it's announced, you're going to be running. All of a sudden, you'll see this this British guy like running around fucking England. Like you're know, running down the streets with his picture on the top of his head. <laughs> it's like I'm interviewing him. Yes, you know we're gonna have to we're just we're gonna have to call a doctor to get a sedative to calm your ass down. But I have promised that I will keep my fan uh, obsession to myself when your we fanboy obsession with this man. I will I will I will mute myself at every given moment. You 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 know what you're gonna do. You're gonna like, you're gonna like snoot yourself, run around the fucking flat, and then sit back down. Oh yes, Tim, it's great to have you here. Um, to be fair, there's. <laughs> to be fair, I I think I, I don't know if his publicist is listening. I don't know, but we'll, we I think the best thing about that interview will most likely be if it happens, I will probably question him on his whole career, not just the album. Yeah. Like from humble beginnings to what to probably one of the best albums to come out in a pandemic. There's a lot of good music that's coming out, I think, yeah. uh, for the new year. I think people have been able, uh, you know, forget all the bad stuff with the pandemic. People have been allowed to be a little more creative because they've been stuck in their house and they really haven't had any choice, you know? It's either that or they're making babies, one or the other. Like, it's been kind of, 
yesterday it was funny at the inauguration you know garth brooks was on in the inauguration the only one wearing jeans and people thought it was kind of, they were making fun of garth brooks because he was wearing tight jeans but guess what he's garth brooks he's a legend who gives a shit you know like mm. But he has a lot of good new music. There's a lot of artists out there that are really creating, like Miley Cyrus's new album's really great too. Yeah, I have, I have to give her credit. Um, I think the song she did, Midnight Sky, that's really good. You know, well, um, what the, the, um, the Bad Karma one is really good too, the, the remake of the Joan Jett song. And, and you know, I I think that that's that that is actually going to win some Grammys. I mean, I really do. It's it's really the most original Americans in in, in America. It's one of the most original sounding, even though it's old music. Some of it's old music. It still has some really great tunes, and I'm happy to listen to it. That's it. Yeah, and I do have to say, like, I've not I've not been a huge fan of Miley Cyrus over the last um, probably eight years. Over the last eight years, I've not been a huge fan. I think the last song before her new album that I listened to, I remember buying her uh, 2013 album called uh, Bangers. I remember. Yeah, I, I have I have that too. Actually, that that was actually a good album too, though. And there were there were some really good songs on there. Um, just to name a few, I'm literally looking at them. Um, couple of the songs I have to give credit to her for. Uh, we Can't Stop. I remember that being played on yeah. the radio a lot in the UK. There was a lot time. here too. Uh, what else? What uh, Wrecking Ball. That, that I think sort of, I remember watching the music video for that for the first time. Uh, I'm still traumatized even now. You know, um, there was a lot of good songs, but I really think that um, the other one, We Can't Stop was really my favorite one on there. Um, although, recently, I, I do have to admit, recently I've been listening to um, her album uh, from 2010 called uh, Can't Be Tamed. I've been, yeah. I've, been, I've been listening to that a little bit recently. Um, I just I, have a single, I don't have the whole album. Yeah, I think it's good to look back at like people's albums to see you know, when they went through their controversial stages to when, before they became controversial. Yeah, well, you know, before she was kind of controversial, she was Hannah Montana. Talking about uh, Hannah Montana, I'm literally looking at this, the amount of Hannah Montana albums that I hear, there's like, like six or seven. Yeah. Crazy. Well, I mean, it was funny because her dad... Her dad, Billy Ray Cyrus, was a famous country singer, but he was never really that famous. He had like he was like a one-hit wonder, and and you know it it took Miley to actually implode his career more, and then you know after and then he's just now he's just a douche. Like he he went from being a douche before to being kind of cool back to being a douche. Yeah, I think I'm trying to think. I think the only, I think it's the only song he's ever made. Uh, Achy, uh, Achy Breaking Heart. My mum used to play that on the radio. Oh uh, my God. So yes. much as a kid. And I listen to it on a regular basis even now. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even 20 and I, and I probably love that song more now. I first heard it, I think when I was aged eight. Yeah. To it now, 11 years later. 
and I prefer it now, nearly as a 20-year-old, than to when yeah. I was like a seven to nine-year-old. Well, I mean, it was a very... I mean, he came out, he had these like, he had the music video, I remember this, and he had like a mullet. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and then he had like those like white tennis shoes and it was like, he was just very obnoxious. Mm, yeah, definitely. Um, no, I, I saw him at the CMT Awards a few years ago in Nashville. I was there. Oh, Nashville. Yes, I was walking behind him. There was a guy that his reporter, he's a real famous reporter in Nashville. He's actually got the same name as one of our former presidents. His name is Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter um, was interviewing this guy and he has like this entourage of douchebags and he has his hair was like really long and his beard was long and he had like this fucking pink hat on the top of his fucking head. I, I was sitting here going, Billy Ray, I really want to go inside because my feet are hurting from these fucking heels and I'm about to beat you with them. Wow. Talking about that, someone, I think we mentioned this on one, even the earlier podcasts that we mm. did all the way back in 2020, weird saying that sentence. Um, I think it was something like, I think it was a comment made by me saying, I will probably never do a, a awards show. Like I will never get invited to an awards show. No, you never know. To be fair, considering we've been doing this podcast now nearly a year, I sort of retract that statement. I think I will be on an award show, like as a not obviously winning an award. I'm not going to win an award that fucking quick. But I think I think definitely maybe by the end of this decade, I might do a couple of award shows. Maybe I don't know. I, I mean, I think you, I think you can, I know you can, and I think that you shouldn't doubt that at all, because they're, they're really fun when you do the red carpet part of it, and sometimes when you sneak into them. Yeah, I think, I think also talking about if I'll get the chance to do, like, award shows, I don't think it will be doing award shows by myself, I think there will be some sort of, like, I think there will be some sort of insider miracle that will manage to get me into them. Now you'll be able to get into it because I think, I think not only with this podcast, but you do a lot of unique, uh, you know, you're doing a lot of live shows. You're doing, I mean, have you ever thought about like recording an album of your comedy? I have, but I think uh, it would be doing a, getting a case of something like, someone like you dude i swear to fucking god i have already sent this shit to you <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck do you not understand about this shit <laughs> fucking a you fucking dimwit fuck nuts <laughs> oh my fucking god I think I might have pissed Ashley off. <laughs> I mean, fuck it. Hey, I did this shit to you last week. Like, what part <laughs> of you understand, you fucking hole? Oh, God. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll make a fucking comedy album, okay? 
I will. Okay. Sorry, I, I hate when some when you have to send somebody something like six fucking times in a fucking week. <laughs> oh my fucking god, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> no, I've never seen a fucking lazier motherfucker than this person. I, oh. I, I, oh, I thought you were talking about me. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's this person I work with. Literally, right? Can I just go back to what was happening? <laughs> I can't believe you thought I was talking about you. No, it, it, no, it's just like when people send me dumb shit like this, it really gets on my last fucking nerves because it's like you're sending me the same shit over and over. I mean, at least when the chicken does it, at least I know he's been medicated at some point. Like, it's okay. I, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, this, this woman is getting on my last nerves lately. Can I just clarify what just happened over the last five minutes to you? <laughs> We were talking about me going to award shows. You then <laughs> asked me, wait, you asked me, have you thought about doing a comedy album? <laughs> I then said, yes, but I would need to get someone like you involved. And then you said, I told you this motherfucker last week, you sleazy motherfucker. Oh my God. So the last four minutes sounds like You've told me to make a comedy album so many times. You sound so misunderstood <laughs> over the last five minutes. Now, guys, let me make, ladies, gentlemen, and all the people that listen to this, let me make this clear. I, this is the first I've ever mentioned it to this. I have a very lazy uh, colleague, okay? And, and it's not Kim, so don't go out there and write notes to Kim, Phil. Patting him on the back, feel sorry for him because I called him lazy because I didn't. And they just don't have a clue and they only have their job because their daddy brings our business business. So like, it, it's just really annoying now because all the, all the woman does is sit on the internet and fucking knit. So like, it really gets on my last fucking nerves. I will just say this, me and Ashley will probably talk um, after the episode about um, actually making a comedy album happen because to be fair, I do, I think I've got enough like footage that I can put onto like MP4 or MP3 to make it into an album. You would put it on, an, you would put it on a wave file. Yeah, like you, you and me can um, do that because to be fair, I'm not going to lie, I wanted to put a comedy album out over the last probably six months. But just I I've got no idea how to fucking do it. <laughs> like I'm not. No, you you just um, that's not hard. You just have to get the artwork and everything. And to be fair, with my um, obviously the um, uh, uh, festival show that I'm doing as well. I want to be fair. I want to do like a pre-record of that. So the final version, I'll like pre-record either through like a Zoom room or something like that. So we'll get loads of people in and they'll be there for like the album recording. Yep. Okay. Resolve one problem. Go ahead. <laughs> Did you listen to anything I just said over the last yes, 90 seconds? I, you were actually wanting to get your WAV files over to me. We're going to talk offline about this so I can distribute a comedy album for you. 
Yes, I, I totally understand. Great. We'll talk about that after the episode and we'll get, we'll get that ball rolling. I, I'm literally doing three things at once right now. Wow. All right, we'll talk about this after the episode and get the like, what, what, do you, what do people want from me? I think I'm going to hide in the basement and take that my dog with me. Okay. Uh, I was about to say, shall we try and segue into the bit on my notes which says what to expect in season two, but I think we just spent the last 40 minutes talking about that. <laughs> I, I think that they're hoping that I will actually take my medication a little bit more longer before I did today. <laughs> okay, we'll move on from that. Um, right, so I've got written down on my notes, reckless charity shows. So let me just give a bit of clarification. A uh, bit of a throwback actually. In December 2020, we did Thankmas. We did the Thankmas uh, charity show where we raised $111 uh, uh, just, just for charity really. Uh, no, it was for Red Nose Day USA, weren't it? But no, it was for Red Nose Day USA. We actually fed a lot of families during this time. and We actually did a really good job. You know, everybody came out, we had a lot of fun, and we raised, we raised what almost were close to where we were supposed to be. So, I mean, I think we did a good thing. And I think we should continue to do good things because you know what, our our laughter and silliness brings a lot of love and light to others. So, yeah. And talking about upcoming charity shows, a little bit of a plug here, but it is, it is upcoming. Fourth of February, twenty twenty, we will be doing our first charity show of the new year, which will be for World Cancer Day, uh, and the charity that we're going to be raising money for uh, as part as uh, as part of um, World Cancer Day, will be a, a, a cause called One Up on Cancer. I'm down with One Up on Cancer, and you know, I'm gonna tell you why. My sister just died with cancer in October, and, or excuse me, November, and um, I think that now more than ever, it's just important to raise awareness, and we, here in the states have done that a lot our, ourselves so this is a really great cause to participate in yeah we will be doing uh 4th of february uh i i, I presume ashley is gonna join in as well yes i'm going to join in and i'm and i'm gonna be as crazy as i always am so yeah we will be there on uh we'll be 4th of february i'll send ashley the details after the show but 4th of february i'm actually gonna be there with bells on yay Yay, bells! But yes, 4th of February, 2021, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We will be doing a, a charity stream to try and raise money for One Up on Cancer. I do believe the Tiltify page for that is now up. I am checking it as we speak. Um, we're going to try and beat the goal that we set for Thankmas. Thankmas, uh, we did... Uh, we raised 111 and we were trying to raise 150 so we we did pretty good we were we were like 49 away or uh, 39 away but that was good you know we managed i was still surprised that we managed to raise 100 I, you know what i'm not surprised because you know what we're funny people enjoyed themselves and they gave to a good cause 
So you know what? I think we can do our next challenge and we'll do great at it. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. The Total Fire page is now up. Uh, I will put it in the link of this uh, podcast where you can start that going. The goal at the moment is $115 for one up on cancer. We're going to try and raise 115 I think we're going to smash that really quick. I think we are too. I think we're going to... I've said this. The maximum I will raise the cancer stream uh, goal to is maybe 200 If we hit $200, I will genuinely fucking lose my shit. Maybe I can get the chicken to contribute. Yeah, give us some chicken wings, you bastard. <laughs> but yes, 4th of February uh, 2021, you can, you can now start donating to the cause already. Uh, it's, it's up. It's going to be for uh, One Up on Cancer. Um, and we've literally just put this on the Tilt of page. Help us raise funds for One Up on Cancer by donating and enjoying free live comedy. We will be bringing you live comedy from... Live from our living rooms. <laughs> well, live from the Reckless Comedy Bunker in the US and the UK. In our living rooms. Yeah. But yeah, click the link in the uh, description of this podcast to go over to Tiltify, or uh, I'll say it now, but it will also be in the link uh, in, in this description of the podcast. You can go over to Tiltify.com slash at Reckless underscore comedy slash Reckless line comedy line world line cancer line day line fundraiser line 2021. Or click How many more lines are in there? I, I don't know. Tiltify does that. Oh, that Michael Rappaport guy just basically posted that miserable Melania hates fucking Pid Dick's dumb fucking face. Oh, great. Here we go. But yeah, 4th of February, guys. Make sure you're there and join us uh, for One Up on Cancer. I might get a t-shirt. I, might, I think they do. I think One Up on Cancer has their own t-shirts. Or... That's, a, that's another question we actually got asked recently. Um, will Reckless Comedy ever release their own merchandise? I think we should. It is possible to do, and it is really easy to do, but it's setting it up and then setting all the, you know, the business side of things. I, to be fair, if Ashley wants to do it, I would, if we were to do like merchandise stuff, I would definitely hand it over to Ashley to do uh, because she probably knows how to do it much better than I would. Be uh, another thing that we're individually doing. How about that? Yeah, and then either way, we just split uh, the profits from the merch store 50-50. So, you know, you get, your, you get the American half of it and I get the British half of it. Okay, I'm down. Uh, but yeah, we'll talk about that um, over in like future episodes um if needs be hang on yep okay i think i'm still here yeah you're still here yeah cool right um but i think another thing we'll probably end up doing there's a there's a lot we're going to be doing uh you know we're gonna if you guys want merchandise tell us what merchandise you want um I'm just trying to think. I think we should get masks. 
we we did have masks at one point, but none of them ever sold. So we ended up uh, taking them off. Uh, I think we just ended up not like, putting any more on sale. To be fair, yeah. I, I still have my mask. that, And that was one of the only masks we ever sold. Yeah, by, we only ever sold one. So guys, if you want merch, you need to reach out to us. And if we have enough people, then we will uh, reconsider doing the whole merchandising idea. Yeah, I think, I think a couple of ideas I would like to do. I would definitely love to do like reckless comedy hats and shirts, I think. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Maybe if people, this is going to sound so fucking stupid, but it is actually a pretty cool idea. If enough people suggested this, we would make it happen. Can you imagine a Reckless Comedy logo bikini? I, 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 I like it. I like the idea. You know, why not get your tits out whilst rep representing the best podcast? Totally. You're advertising us in your hottest self. I know, and you know, tag us on Instagram while you're there. <laughs> totally. Um, but yeah, if people... Kim wants to just stare at your pictures and go, "How you doing?" <laughs> you, you undermine me. <laughs> I'm just trying to think what what other merch we we could do. I definitely love to do like hoodies. I think for like the winter. Yeah, I think hoodies would be cool, and like even like sweatsuits. Or, uh, this has just popped into my head, for the winter, obviously next winter, reckless comedy beanies or like woolly hats. Yeah, I like the hat. I like the beanie idea. I, I At first I thought you said willy hats. I was like, what the fuck is a willy hat? It's, it's <laughs> pretty much a beanie. It's a British version of a beanie. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I was thinking, I was like, uh-huh. Yep. British people are fucking crazy. No, not crazy. You know what? I I like the British people. When I was in London, I had the time of my life. I just every time I did something stupid, I just called myself a dumb American. They laughed at me and they bought me drinks. And how many years ago was the last time you were in the UK? Uh, I don't know. It was a few years back. I think it was four years ago. So that would have been twenty seventeen ish. Yeah. Um, but. Me and Ashley have spoken about this off the podcast before. Soon as COVID allows, you never know, there might be a physical version of the Reckless Comedy Podcast. I would love to do that next time you go in the UK. I would love, like, literally just to hire a studio, set up the podcast stuff, and just you and me sit in a room and try and look at it, like, try not to, like, flick the table at each other. That'd be funny. And also, it would be really good for social media as well, saying, the US and the UK finally unite. You know, maybe we should do, like, a, a picture of, you know, like, the flags. Yeah, that should be the background. I think that yeah. would be funny for, like, or even if, like, Reckless Comedy, once they, we start earning some money, maybe, like, Reckless Comedy gets their own studio. No, totally. You know, and then we, we set up like a permanent sort of podcast studio and then we just use it, you know, when we, 
when we get the opportunity to because that's one of the things people we we did ask for like people's suggestions on what would they like to see reckless do in the future and one of the ones that keep coming up is they want more of a video podcast as well yeah a, a lot of people like vlogs so they can actually see the faces of the people that they're that they're listening to Mm-hmm. People like audiovisual effects. Like to be fair, we do have like the backlog of the Reckless Comedy uh, podcast on season one with um, video elements. So it may. W- but there's a couple of those. Ashley is a little afraid for you to see because she didn't have any makeup on. And well, like I have said this, I have been debating over the last few weeks whether to maybe re-release some of the old video um, podcasts or, or maybe just like release uh, best bits from uh, maybe episodes with the video element into it and yeah. maybe release interviews. I definitely want to release an interview with um, maybe Dan, uh, with Dan who did, uh, or Cracker Jesus. Um, Cracker Jesus! Sorry. I mean, it, Dan, you have to get back on it. I think me and I think me and Dan are in the process of trying to get him back on it. Um, Cracker Jesus, Dan, we want you. Cracker Jesus. All right, stop that now. <laughs> Cracker Jesus. Oh, Cracker Jesus. Fucking hell. Um, what what other things thing uh, people have suggested? Uh, that they would love us to do. Um, just have a look. A reckless comedy <laughs> tour. Okay, right. Let me let me just clarify this. A reckless comedy tour. I will tell you now. We will end up doing a tour, but it will not be for probably a good minimum four to six years. Well, it just depends on what the popularity is and how many sponsors we could get for that particular tour. Cause you yeah, know because not- I think, I think you, you probably know better about touring than me, but my understanding of touring is that it's, you've got to be able to have, it's a, it's a mix of popularity as well as have you got the budget to do so? Well, a lot of that you can get sponsors for. I mean, you know. And if, if they if they know that you know there's enough people that are going to see the see the show, and also it's like I sort of asked this person when they said, "Oh, I would love to see a reckless comedy tour," and it's like, okay, yeah, it would be great to do a reckless comedy tour, but then I asked, like, in what context would you want a reckless comedy tour? Like, would you want it as a live show recording in like a theater or something, and we get people in and they can like watch it being recorded live or whether that's like a reckless comedy sort of showcase tour so like maybe sort of like a touring open mic or something like that and they're like and they were like yeah I would love to see a mix of the two like part podcast recording part live um like touring open mic and it was like, okay, yeah, that could work, but where, where, where would you want us to tour? And it's like, oh, mainly America. And it's like, do you realize how fucking expensive it might be to tour in America with someone from England? Well, it, again, if you have sponsors, it wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, like I said, I'm just, I'm just trying to think of like 
to be fair though, even as a comic and even as a comedian, like yeah. touring is always a factor as a comic. Oh yeah. Like you don't have to be the only person there. But to be fair, I I, I will put this straight out, out there. The amount of times I've got I've got a shit ton of word documents on my computer of potential tour names that I want to do, but I've always mm. held um I think I think trying to think I did originally want to tour this year uh, with a show with the sh the show I'm doing at uh, a festival this year mm -hmm. is a half counterpart of the show that I had originally written last year called Secret. So when yeah. I when I was writing and putting together Secret, a lot of what was in Secret has now uh, has now been reworked into this new show, which I've said this to so many people over the last uh, almost 24 hours or so, is I will bring it to like the States and to Australia when yes. I can, whether that's in a few years. But this is the thing, even if you tour it a few years after you've finished performing it, yeah, you can always go back to that material and rework it to make sense in that year. Totally. By the way, I have a little visitor here, and she's wanting to say hi to her Uncle Kim. Yay, Una. <laughs> it Una. is glowing. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no, she came up here to give me a hug. She, she got in trouble last night. Frank put her in the corner because she actually pooped in our room because she was mad at us. That's my Una. <laughs> and so Frank actually put her in the corner. So we had this poor little dog sitting in the fucking corner. You bastards. Poor little Una sitting in the corner. Wow. Uh, okay. No, so our, our dog, by the way, I just want you to know, Una, I think, um, is a Baptist in the religion because... Every time that we try to dance in front of her, she tries to bite our ass and run. Wow. <laughs> I think she I think she thinks we're inappropriate. Okay. That's a good segue. She's like, I know that voice. No, she hear, heard your voice earlier and her ears popped up. Yeah, that's my Una. You'll see me eventually, Una, when fucking Miss COVID lets me. COVID the bitch. She COVID's is, a fucking cunt. She's a raging bitch, by the way. No, she's just a straight-up cunt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it is interesting that people are asking for us to spread ourselves out further internationally. And it's like, what? We're getting listened to in, like, 10-plus countries around the globe. Is that not enough for you? I hate to break it to you, but people like us. I know, right? I think you told me, I can't remember how long ago it was, but you, I think it was something like, oh, your neighborhood is now starting to know about the show. Yeah. There, no, because we have this, we have this place that we frequent. It's called Jack's. It was on an American show called Bar Rescue. The people that go to this particular place, like we have a lot of different places we go to in the neighborhood, but this particular one 
these people are really nice, but they're also kind of out of their mind. Like they see Una and they want to give her dog treats out of their mouths. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, they have like old iron workers and stuff in there and they're just really funny because, and then, but they, they watch our shows and they listen to the podcast and this one guy that basically makes a living off of um, lottery tickets. Yeah. Uh, so let's see here. Um, yeah i mean so he makes his living off lottery tickets and like one day he came over to our house and he actually left his coat with the lottery ticket he didn't give a shit that he was cold he just forgot he forgot his 50 dollars. that was the 50 dollars lottery ticket wow and he could go drink it on the next week mm -hmm. but just like going back to like if reckless comedy will tour i'm not ruling anything out I can, I can, I will happily say this. I'm 1000% down to do a tour. Yeah, I'd be down to do a tour. Like, can, <laughs> but this is the thing, like, all right, we're, we're, the next 10, 15 minutes, we're, we're just going to have a giant discussion about touring and where we would like to go, to be fair. I think, let's focus on like an American tour because I think that would be the best place to do it first is uh, an American tour first. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think an American tour would be fun if you, if you haven't been to America. Um, I'm just trying to think where in America I would love to do shows in. I definitely want to do- go live in Las Vegas. I would love to do LA. Yeah, or live from Las Vegas. Yeah, Las Vegas, that would be fun to do. And I know quite a few comics in Vegas as well. I, I can see you with Wayne Newton. Doug is J.A. <laughs> not darling, no, not at the moment. Uh, where, else? <laughs> where else would I like to do a reckless tour? You I, would actually like to do one in Nashville. Nashville's very fun. Yeah, we have to go to Nashville just for like the joke. Yeah, I mean, I, and I know a lady there that basically when her husband died, she cremated him and put him in a Mac toolbox. Wow. But I think, I think even if we did tour in Nashville, I think it would, like, the, the, like, the whole intro to, like, that show would literally be, like, oh, like, you come on, and then you're sort of saying, like, oh, the prodigal, the, the prodigal, uh, I can't fucking say it, the prodigal son has oh. returned. Yeah. You know, like him, Nash has finally returned to Nashville, even though I was not born in Nashville. <laughs> but well, it I would, mean, it, but it would be funny to say, like, the prodigal son has now returned. Yeah, I, I think it would be hilarious with a capital H. I like it. Oh, and oh, fuck. Um, my co host is randomly disappeared um but yeah I'd, I'd i'd love to go to nashville um if there's anyone from nashville listening hi yes i'm just talking to myself right now um 
yeah, I think I'd also love to do a UK tour, like a reckless UK tour. Um, I'm just trying to think. Uh, where, I, guys, if you want a reckless tour to happen, tell us why. I think reckless comedy would love to do it, like some sort of tour. Like it would be, it would be pretty cool to tour. I, I, I've not done any touring stuff yet, uh, not just as a comic, but also as uh, a performer. I've not had the opportunity to do touring stuff yet. Um, if there's any promoters who want to do get me on like a touring sort of thing, even if it's just support, you know, hit me up, hit me up on Insta, hit me up on Twitter, hit me up on Facebook. I don't fucking know. Um, uh, ba, 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 ba. Um. I, I don't know if my co-hosts are coming back. Uh, we're going to, I don't know. Um, I would say we're going to hand over to our sponsors, but we're not fucking sponsored. And Ashley has returned from the dead. Yeah, you know what? Occasionally, not only am I brain dead, but my, my computer dies too, so like. <laughs> but yeah, while you were gone, I was just sort of continuing on about. You uh, were talking to yourself? Yeah, I was just going on about like where we were with like the tour sort of thing. Um, I said I would definitely love to do a UK tour, but I think I'm, I, I'd want to do a US one first because I know predominantly our, uh, our listeners of Reckless are actually more US based than UK based at the minute. Yeah. So I think it would make, and I think you probably agree with me, it would make a lot more sense I could take you back to my hometown. Can you imagine a reckless comedy tour in your old hometown? In, in Oklahoma? Yes, I can. There's a lot of smart-ass, lovely, wealthy people that would probably sponsor the show. And also, it would also be, just like with Nashville, it would be funny to say, like, the prodigal daughter has returned. Oh, yeah, they, they already know. And it would be like, North has returned. Yes. Um, we'll have to start wrapping it up within the next 20 minutes because that's going to be fun. Um, yeah. Okay, so I think the next thing I want to sort of talk about, and it's sort of a plug on my side of things, but I, I love to talk about it because I have to. No, not contractually. Is this my short film? Yay! My, my wonderful short film. I'll try and zoom in on it. No, it's not going to help you. Um, I, I was sitting there thinking Tim Minchin came into my work email. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, if he has, fuck me. No, no, no. It was, it was at one point, I can't, I won't tell my boss's name, but it was saying, oh, he is actually, um, he's been contacted by beep. And I was like, Wow. But um, yeah, my short film, Unlucky Me, which is um, being written by myself and a wonderful actress, um, Steph 
whole question. You, you yourself and your and, and and you? No, no. Steph is a wonderful uh, woman, to be fair. Um, okay, cool. And um, ironically, she's lesbian as well, so it's sort of a part straight, part lesbian film. Which oh, that's is, cool. Um, it, it was a funny story how I found out she was lesbian, to be fair. Um, the funny story about it was that in the original script, there was a line saying, well, at least I'm not lesbian. Mm -hmm. And Steph came back to me and she was like, you have to get rid of that line. And I'm like, why? And she's like, I'm lesbian and it offends me. And I'm like, okay. Oh, wow. So I didn't realize it. You're like, hello. I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, you know, it's better than, I guess, you saying other words. I mean, you know. Yeah, but to be fair, like, uh, in regards to the film, we've only just entered uh, the script reading phase now, so. Yeah. And we've been in uh, production, well, we entered pre-production first nearly two years ago. Okay. Uh, and that was. This has been a process for a while. Yeah, but it was originally it was originally only me on the writing team at the time when it started up, um, and then around about November twenty nineteen, the first draft of the script was finished, and me not knowing anything about making a short film beforehand, decided to get a load of people together and go straight into production. That's cool, though. I mean. That, you know, that's kind of what Willie's doing, honestly. And, and, and it's like sometimes you have a crowd of people that maybe give you ideas that you wouldn't have. Yeah, and then um, come fast forward to March 2020 when lockdown first kicked off. Mm -hmm. um, we were, as you can imagine, forced to go on hiatus. Um, of course. And it was during this hiatus stage where, well, just before the hiatus stage, another writer came on board uh, by the name of Jake Bush. So he, he came on as the first ever co-writer. And it was, me and Jake was always clashing with the story. So my writing would tell the actual story and then Jake would end up taking it in a completely different direction. And it ended up being what could be described as this film does not make any fucking sense. No, I understand. And at one point, I, people have creative at one point I think it had like three different endings to the film. It's like, no, Willie, you can't throw children down the stairs. It's not a good idea, especially in the current climate. Yeah. Um, and then during the lockdown period, you know, I, uh, I sort of said, well, Jake, kicked himself off the project. He said, I don't want to, I don't want to write it anymore. You can continue, you can continue with my, just take my name off it, but I still want the credit. And it's like, yeah, but if you want your name off it, why, why should I give you the credit? If you, if you, well, I mean, then said you technically don't copyright, it. you would have to, I don't know about the UK, but I know like, and this is a pretty universal thing throughout the, the world, not just in the United States. Copyright infringement, though, the guy could come back and really kick you in the rear with it. Mm. So I just said to him, no. 
and I and I and I've said to them, no, this is my film. I came up with the original conception like over a year previous, and he only got on board because I put the casting call out. Yeah, but I mean, you've done all the work, but you know. All you would have to do for that to just leave you alone is just give him a writer's credit. You know what I mean? Because he did put some work into it unless you take everything he put in out. Technically, the script that's there now, none of Jake's uh, work is in there anymore. Steph has come in and completely rewritten it in the way that it needed to be before Jake came on board. Yeah. Um, and then, trying to think. Yeah, and then around about June, when lockdown was starting to be eased, um, mm. I decided to put another casting call out, and I decided to try and do some, what I think it's test shots. So I wanted to try out a couple of elements on camera and see what it looked like. And Steph yeah. was one of those people. Steph was one of those people who came on board, and she, she's been on board ever since. Uh, originally, well, after the test shots, because of the director, she didn't like the way the director was doing things, so she said, I don't want to be involved, and I managed, managed to persuade her to stay on board, on, mm -hmm. on the account that I make some serious changes to it. Yeah. And then I put Steph as executive producer, because that's one of the things she wanted to do. She wanted to be a producer on it and then, you know, do the acting side of things. And, yeah. then, and then I just said to her, would you like to help me write it? Because at this point, then, about 45% of the script now made sense. And the other 65 that was originally there from Jake's stuff just didn't fit in with where, where the film was going to be set in that sort of period. So I said to Steph, look, would you mind taking a look at the script? And she just ended up rewriting a lot of it. And I said to her, you know what? Welcome to the writing team. Yeah. And the script is so... Trying to describe the script in one word without giving too much away. It's a beautiful script. That's the best way to put it. Well, that's wonderful, though. It's in a couple of words to put it. It's heartwarming, it's mm -hmm. beautiful, and it gets straight to the point. Well, that's... And, and I've said this to Steph on so many occasions, and she, she tells me not to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway, is that I keep saying to her, it's not my film anymore, it's our It's film. our film, yeah. Yeah, it's our film, and she doesn't like me saying it. She's like, no, 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 it's your film. You're the one who created this. You're the one who put the casting calls out. And yeah, she, she still was a part of it. Yeah, and you know, Steph is wonderful. I can't give Steph enough enough credit as it is. You know, she's made the script just I don't think I think when we started rewriting it nearly a year ago. Your creations, especially if you recreated what was originally from the guy, and if none of his content is in there, then his name doesn't need to be on it. Yeah, and it's not. I can assure you that there is not even, not even a single not, not, not percent of his work is in there now. It's a completely different script to what it was when Jake was on board. 
Yeah. Beth has done. She has created something wonderful. Yeah. Um, you know, Steph has done such a wonderful job. You Ladies and gentlemen, we have now sadly come to the end of season two, episode two of the Reckless Comedy Podcast. Uh, it's been good to have Ashley back on the show. I know Ashley went away for a bit. But I'm sure she's. Done. I did. I, I went to I went to Never Neverland and came back because I decided there was it was never anything fun there. Ah. Hmm. But yeah. Um. Obviously. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just saying this episode three. We will start getting guests on. We have got guests lined up. Uh, I do believe, off the top of my head, the next guest to come on is I think Christine Knowlton. I think. Okay. So that's going to be a fun episode um, because as it's we, fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if Ashley's got any final words or any PSA to say to anyone. Um, you know what? My final words is say I'm glad we're back. I'm glad we. I had fun today. I excuse my Tourette's. I've had a little bit of issues with people that I work with. Um. So. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, for me, I said this in the preview of my uh, solo show last night, and I'll say it again. Please treat people with the respect they deserve. Uh, go out there. be Just be good people. Just don't, Now that Donald Trump's out, that gives you no reason not to be good people. Be violent. <laughs> Protect the capital. <laughs> yeah, don't go smashing up the fucking capital again. I mean, by the way, before we leave, on that note, the guy that had, like, there was some guy in that attack that was upset because, because the, the prison wouldn't serve him vegan food. That is so fucking pathetic. I know. Even I'm saying that's pathetic. But, um... Yeah, on that note, this has been episode two of the, uh, season two, episode two of the Reckless Comedy Podcast. I promise you, it won't be long until episode three comes out. Uh, me and Ashley will definitely get one recorded. Totally, and we'll have some guests, and we'll be back to ourselves. We're just getting, we're just getting our uh, selves back together for the new year. It's, it's the second season. Give us a bit of fucking slack. Like, <laughs> Hey, just keep on loving us, guys. Yeah, but anyway, on that note, uh, this has been Reckless Comedy. We will see you uh, next time. So be good people. Don't be out of cunts. And if you got offended by anything we said, shut the fuck up. Exactly. <laughs> shut the fuck up. And see you in the next episode. And reflected in your eyes is all my love and all my lies is all my promise and my pride is all my fear and all my fight is all my dread and my denial so though we cannot be together i know that i will carry you wherever i go
knows I will carry you I will carry you I will carry you